0: All right, well, the Golf R... 2022, we've actually been encouraged by this car, the Uh fact that it is made by Volkswagen. Yep. And it's been introduced as the eighth generation. We've driven the GTI, which I think we mostly liked. We mostly liked. There's
1: an interesting comparison of the GTI and the Golf R that always happens. And I know that in the Mark 7, the last generation, I couldn't really find the purpose of the Golf R. I felt like the GTI was so close, Mm. not sure why you get the Golf R. The headline for me is, I'm swapped on this gym. Oh, are you? I think the Golf R starts to make a lot of sense, but it
0: comes down to how you spec your GTI. What's well, interesting about this car, because this is old news right now. Yeah. It's out. It's available. Yes. You can buy one, mm-hmm. but as far as journalist press drives go, this is old news, uh-huh. but those early drives relied on different data than what we've discovered. Yes. Volkswagen has published data saying this is a, no, I don't want anything. No, no, Stop I it. said the wrong word. They have post data stating this is 315 horsepower mm-hmm. from a 2-liter turbocharged Ford. It's the fourth generation of the E888 engine. It's the same engine they put in everything. For everything, the same forever. chassis they make everything out of. It's a same very bones. impressive engine. Yes. And they have published, with the manual transmission, it is 280 pound-feet of torque. Mm-hmm. But with the DSG, it's actually 295. That is the stated information. Yes, where it gets weirder is the folks that had it early
1: on the press drives. They all said, oh, it's 315 horsepower, it's 310 pound-feet of torque. That's not the right number. It's not. Volkswagen has revised it. This car is 280 pound-feet of torque, which only a little bit more torque than the last gen. 315 horsepower is the big, big number. That torque is available from just above idle, though. It's just got the torque, modern turbo, it's got quick. it all the time. It's quick. This, it, It's 0 to 60 a second faster than the GTI right now. Yeah. The standard GTI, just so you know, is 75 horsepower down on this, and it's like 20-something down in pound feet of torque. So if you get right. a GTI, right. that car is lighter at 3,100 pounds. This one's 3,400 pounds, so it's about 300 pounds
0: heavier. But it's got a lot of power and a lot of speed. This is zero to sixty in like four something. But ultimately, this car is fun to drive. Mm-hmm. I actually really like it, yeah. and I would buy one if it weren't for the infotainment. Mm, but we'll okay. get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. This has modes. Yes, it does. Now many, it's got many the adaptive modes. suspension, which is excellent. Uh-huh. So I put it in race initially, but it was too bumpy. It was throwing us around on some of the bumpy, uh, bumpy road here. So Sport, I think, is much better suited for a road like this. Makes me and wonder. you feel the difference. It was dramatic. Well, the, the, but this got the same adaptive suspension now
1: that is available on the Mark 8 standard GTI, but it is a standard package on this. Yeah. That's really impressive. You, you've got your, your torque thing set up like the old Evo that shows you where your power is going. Don't stare at that. But it is there. <laughs> I'll, I'll just give it a quick glance. Yeah, for sure. But this, this is quick, and it's fun to drive, and I like the all-wheel drive add on this. They've added drift mode. Drift mode is supposed to send 50% of the torque to the rear wheels, and then it can split that torque 100% of that 50%. You with me so far? Right. Either way, okay? What it does for drift mode is it over-torques one wheel to make yeah. the car break loose. It's a very strange abnormal drift sensation because it isn't
0: normal drifting. It's not. But watch us try it.
1: <laughs> so first we hit the fantastic R button. Then we hit the drift button, and drift it says button. essentially, "Do you really want to activate? And use a license agreement? Except exactly, are you want to close circuit? Activate? Sure, I'm in a closed circuit. Why Where's I the not? handle right here? I guess we'll I got a, a little more rumbly.
0: One. Dump the clutch and see if it does it.
1: Nope, it doesn't.
0: It's very front wheel driving. It's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's, it'll do it if you really need to yeah. drift.
1: You you have to drive it too. But if you it's really less need to drift, than I thought. counter-steer is counterintuitive because it doesn't do it like you expect it to. You know what I mean? And then it still killed it somewhere in there. I had my foot to the floor. It's... mm, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my foot buried. I never... It says control off. Yep, yep, yep.
0: So it does it. I mean, if it's going to come with drift mode, guess what we're going to do?
1: Yes, exactly. We're going to try drifting it. Exactly right. And it'll do it in that very front-wheel drive-y way where it's under-steer, under-steer, and then, oh, I guess you're serious. It's leaving some nice rubber. There you go. A little there better. That's better. It's yeah, but but you have to relearn how to do it a little bit because it doesn't do it like you expect it to. It feels like the car is mean?
0: resisting everything about drifting. It's and just then it not suddenly architecture does. Architecture set yeah. up to yeah. do it. I mean,
1: we shouldn't be surprised that a front-wheel drive architecture vehicle
0: resists
1: <laughs> rear-wheel drive yeah. power oversteer. I don't really know why that's a surprising reality, but it is. Yeah.
0: Mm. Apparently, the throttle modulation changes in special mode and drift mode. Mm-hmm. You feel special. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> See, it, it fights it. It jumps the front wheels, and then it eventually really power. the front. It finally realizes that what you want Ooh, is the back wheel to move. I almost need to be in second
0: instead of first. There you go. Yeah, yeah, better, yeah yeah, 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 better. But it's but it's, it's just resisting it's, everything. It's
1: understeer, 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 and then it knows you're serious.
0: Yeah, let's try this one more time, and then we'll be done with it. We got it. Yeah. Understeer, understeer. There's the back yep. end, and then it's hard to control. And because my it's
1: foot a, was floored. It's hard to control because there's a front wheel drive bias to it. Yeah. Well, that's
0: disappointing. <laughs> It's not too surprising, but it is disappointing. Yeah. Drift mode is not what you think. No, it's not. So I think that is much better suited for slick surfaces. I think it would be easier to control on ice and snow and that kind of thing. Sure, yeah. It doesn't really want to do it on asphalt because of the nature of the car. But the point is, other than the Focus RS, which advertised drift mode, mm-hmm. why have it? What's the point? Yes. Well, That's not yeah. what the point of this whole car is about. It's a marketing exercise only. Yeah because of the way the, the entire all-wheel drive system works the architecture of the car is such that it's a front-wheel drive car for the most part yes. and it can send in a heartbeat in an instant torque to the rear but it feels like a front-wheel drive car it still does we're of expecting it, does. it and that's yes. the chassis and that's the way it works that's how it feels and there's another one get this It's for the Nürburgring. Well, that's what the special mode is. The special mode, you've heard about cars tuned. Sorry, it
1: was custom, and then the special is the Nürburgring. You've heard about cars tuned on the Nürburgring. That's not uncommon. But here's what's crazy about special mode in the Golf R. It was tuned not on the Nürburgring, for the Nürburgring specifically for the way the corners are and the bumpiness of that track. Now, I think yes. it's really strange to have a mode that is set up for an individual track on one place of the globe. I understand it's your home country, <laughs> but that is weird. Instead of making a track mode that was tuned on the Nürburgring, no, 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 this is a mode
0: for the Nürburgring. I mean, what cool, is but no, the no, ring goofy. Is, well, cool because if they're going to do it for the ring, why not have the corner profiles and the suspension set up for every track on the planet? Yes. If it's just ones and zeros, yes. why not just upload that and you can choose the track that you're on? Be, now that gets interesting. Because of R&D. That would be super special mode. Yes, but, but it's just for the ring. Just the ring the is five hours from Wolfsburg where this was built. Yes. Okay, but if you're going to do the co- corner profiles, get them all for all the cool main tracks yes. on the planet. Yes. And it sets the suspension. So weirdly, the suspension is softer for the ring setup and yes. then it loads the corner profile. So you know that you've got the right setup. That's cool. How about every track on the planet? I've never heard, honestly, I've never heard of a car with a mode for a track. Well, here we are, this eighth generation, the Golf that looks like pretty much every other Golf, and that is because of the C-pillar. You look at that classic C-pillar, and the lines that are the bumper shut line and the rear door shut line, they're parallel. They have been for generations, and that is the signature look to Golfs. Mm, That's a good point. Volkswagen has also stated that they didn't want to go too far with the design language because if it doesn't meet an engineering requirement, why do just some stylistic crazy thing?
1: Why design if we don't have to is what that says. How VW. (laughs) That's
0: great. It looks slightly aggressive, Mm -hmm. but you kind of have to know, other than the R badging, you kind of have to know that this isn't just your normal Golf. Yes. You're kind of looking around the car and you think, oh, quad tailpipes. Oh, well, look at the trim pieces and what does this R mean? And it's very subtle. Now, I like it. I like what Volkswagen has done. They have engineered every body panel for the, Golf, the Mark VIII Golf to be bespoke. This is all new everywhere on the car. They have wind tunneled the heck out of this car. Of course they have. As long as it looked like a Golf. Wind tunneled well, it after yeah. it looked like a Golf. They didn't like, like well, yeah. start blank sheet. But, yes. I mean, I like the surfaces. I like the signature headlights. I like the taillight look. The shapes are very nice. They're just very incremental. They're not groundbreaking. They're just, here's where we're at. And it's fine. I Mm -hmm. like this car. I just don't like the infotainment. And you you have heard Mm -hmm. of, neither of us do. You've heard so many journalists talk about the infotainment. And as I was using it to shoot some of the B-roll here, I started swiping through. It's easy to use. If the car is parked. Mm -hmm. If you're just using it. It's, comes together because then you can thoughtfully consider what do I want to do here and you dive in and it all kind of makes sense yeah sure do it while you're driving
1: that's the hard part I dare you yeah while you're not actually looking this is the key thing about touchscreens that doesn't get discussed is a touch screen is amazing and yes people always say do you want to go back to your Blackberry no you don't But you only operate your phone by staring at it. You never operate your touch phone over here not looking because you can't. So let's put a screen like that when you're supposed to be
0: driving not looking. This is when buttons and knobs work because you don't have to look at those. Here's my biggest gripe is the air recirculation button. Oh. When you're behind a diesel truck, you can't find it fast enough. Mm. It should be a giant red button (laughs) right on the dash Easy to use, but you have to push this button labeled CLIMA. No, they didn't misspell it. It stands for climatronic, a made-up word. (laughs) But you have to touch CLIMA, and then you have to go, well, just barely touch it, because it's not really a button, it's just touch-sensitive. It's all haptics. And then it brings up the air recirc, and by that time, your eyes have been off the road for more than five seconds, and you've probably hit something. You've probably run into the truck you're trying to solve. What a terrible (laughs) idea. Like I said, Mm -hmm. if you're just using it and your eyes are not on the road... Okay, you're reading everything, you're looking mm-hmm. at the icons, mm-hmm. seem well designed, seems fairly logically well laid out, but then try doing it while you're driving and finding that exact where is deep in the menus. I get that the designers wanted to clean up the interior and mm-hmm. just have minimal look to everything, and the three panel shapes look really good. Yeah. I like the, the strip across that is just the the HVAC, the vents here. The vents aren't big enough. But anyway. Well, fine. <laughs> actually controlling it it seems like none of the teams were talking to each other and when it came to driving nobody actually tried to use the functions while they were driving and dig into it and change the controls because nothing up here aside from temperature you cannot control the fan speed you have to touch climate clim, climate just put t and e on the end <laughs> climate well you know by the time they were doing and then dive in it and
1: change it This was probably just roughed in. It might have had cardboard here. And there was no changing what was going to happen here. It was just, let's fine-tune the dynamics. Let's get that new adaptive suspension working. Let's figure out the dynamics. This will come later. So by the time this is put in here, there was no discussion about we need to change it. It was decided in a board meeting with people looking at a screen. Well, you must drive this. Yep, I'm ready. When you remember that car that fascinates you or you hear us debate a particular vehicle right here on the podcast, you need a way to search for it. Our friends at Autotempest.com will help you
0: find your next car, wherever it is, wherever it's hiding, local, nationwide, big listings, or little ones. And you're probably the person your friends and everyone in your family consults with for their car buying decisions. Even with sponsorships like this one, the folks at Autotempest rely on word of mouth. So let your friends know this is your secret weapon. Autotempest.com slash everyday links you to nationwide listings from Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace so it enables you to search beyond the limited distances those sites support.
1: So when you're doing your drive homework, you're chasing your next family car, or you're just having that fear of missing out, go to Autotempest.com slash everyday so they know we sent you. Autotempest. All the cars, one search. I must quickly talk about golf things. Just general golf for Golf goodness. No, 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 not, not really. Oh. The Volkswagen Golf's been around a long time. Obviously, this is the 8th gen. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about you. It is not sold in the U.S. in any other trims than the GTI and the Golf R. Mm-hmm. The base Golf is not available here anymore. We also don't get the wagon. But it still does all the great Golf things. There's a lot of room back there. Yeah. There's yeah. a surprisingly good hatch. I took my yeah. parents and bags for them to spend three weeks in Europe in this to the airport could still see out the back it's great use of space yeah it is a phenomenal do it all in the structure of it where it gets interesting for me specifically with this generation compared to the last generation and thinking about gti versus golf r which is obviously all that we have to work with here in the u.s Mm -hmm. the last gen i liked the gti enough with the performance pack that i couldn't figure out why it was worth stepping up to the golf r okay right Right. But the problem with the current GTI is twofold. First off, if you don't want all of this, you're probably not going to get the dynamic suspension, you're which screwed. is the new, which is the new additive. Okay, right. So you're getting a base Golf that is close to thirty grand. You get your knobs back. That's nice, but you can't get the good suspension increases and the stuff that they've done to actually help the dynamics. Right. So if you step up on the GTI to get all of those good things, you get this screen that we don't really like. But the bigger problem is that the yeah. GTI yeah. is now forty grand. Yeah. This car is forty-four thousand dollars, almost forty-five. Yes, you can't get more on it, and now you're adding three hundred pounds of weight, but significantly more power, the all-wheel drive system, and you aren't getting other tech. You aren't going to get in the big GTI anyway. It's this true. is the car to buy. This, yeah. for the first time, the Golf R is like this is the buy in the lineup. I don't think you get a GTI into it. I think you spend the extra four to five grand. Which once you're spending forty grand, that's not much of an uptick. 40 grand feels really expensive for a GTI, but 44 for the Golf R, which is essentially the GTI but better, that makes sense to me. This is the first time that I am like, across the board, Golf R is what you want. You don't want the loaded GTI. If you get a base GTI, we can have a conversation. True. But exactly. you're probably not buying the base GTI. You're probably buying one where you checked a lot of boxes, and at that point, you
0: should just be here. You're absolutely right. They're so close now. Pay slightly more. Hate the infotainment more, but you have the better car for very few dollars more. Yes. Once you trick out the GTI, the GTI becomes
1: irrelevant. It's only good in the lower trims. Yeah. At the upper trim, when you get this infotainment system, you're going to get it anyway with this one. So get the better car. I. Oh. But look at this thing. This it you just chuck it around. It's cool. It is fun. Yes. It does things very very well. This is. Really, this is why Volkswagen has made this as the all-purpose do-it-all forever. This is uh, this is weird to say. This is the 911 of hot hatchbacks. Yes. It's incrementally changed. Yep. It is the same yep. kind of as it always has been. You're a huge fan or you're not. If you bought one before, you'll probably buy one again. Totally. It's that kind of thinking. There's nothing revolutionary that's happened here, but I do like the
0: incremental changes in this Golf R over the last one. They're good. You're absolutely right. Okay, so some... Fine details here. When it comes to heel and towing, it took me a while. <laughs> yeah. You can, uh-huh. and once you figure it out and your placement is different, it actually works great. Yep. And it, yeah, you can heel and tow, and it doesn't take very much to blip the throttle. True. And the car just kind of comes alive. Mm-hmm. The other is the steering rack. Have you noticed, on center, there's not very much dead on center. Mm-hmm. It's pretty twitchy. Yep. Volkswagen has made the T on this steering rack a little bit closer together on center. So that turn in is really quick initially. And then the teeth towards the outside of the rack, they get progressively further spaced. So it's not quite so quick. Variable rack, sure, yeah. You can feel that 9.5 to 1 all the way to 14.1 to 1. Mm -hmm. That is a huge range. We're talking Porsche Cayman variable steering range. And as you said, it's fun. Yes. It, that's it the is, whole point. It is it's fun. fun. It's,
1: this is the one that finds the fun yes. in this generation, which I think is very interesting. It's not It's not raucous. It's not a party no. of a car. No. It's just very competent in that very German way. And you keep surprising yourself with, wow, that's a big number on the heads-up display. And, yeah. Huh, we yeah. did that corner really fast. It keeps doing that. It's not really letting you in on the magic, but you're enjoying the magic. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like that about it. This is a very competent, easy access car. It isn't the best shifter feel, but I appreciate that it has a six speed. The clutch is not the best. The the actual shifter motion is, I would say, average, but this is a very easy car to learn to drive stick. It'd be a very easy one to just embrace in your life including commuting as a stick shift car so yeah it's very accessible and it, there's nothing about it that feels scary and you still go very fast totally. have a lot of capability yes and performance and fun i've never really understood the step up to the golf r even though i've liked it i've never right. understood the step up until this gym is now. so close yeah that i'm just like just get the golf r have a nice day i feel like currently
0: this is the best volkswagen for sale in north america i think you're right it's come to life it's fun and the price seems justifiable (laughs) like yeah with the build quality and how nice it is and materials it seems like yeah this is about a forty-five thousand dollars car it's a lot of money it's rare it's a lot of money for a Golf,
1: but yes yes when you look at it compared to the gti which has gotten too expensive you go well that just makes sense doesn't it yeah it really does yeah
0: more money this is a standout hmm. in every category, except for the entertainment system. That is, I'm really that is, disappointed with yeah. drift mode because it doesn't really drift. It doesn't,
1: but it's a front-wheel it's drive a architecture. architecture. The, I know. The Haldex system has always been a little bit of the Achilles heel here for fun. It works. Right. But the interesting thing is, of course, it is a system that has to sense slip to change the power. So it isn't... It, it can't, it doesn't have a way to adapt or to, or to, or to pre think about, oh, I'm going to anticipate what you need. It doesn't have a way to do that. So that means you're dealing with understeer or slippage or whatever until the Haldex goes, oh, I need to do this. Now that's fine True. for your all wheel drive winter scenarios. That works just fine in most of those cases. I'm pulling out of the parking lot, oh, it slipped, oh, it found grip. But it's not gonna work for drifting, and it isn't a system like an STI or whatever where you're just gonna have that great all wheel drive feel all the time. It doesn't do that. It sends it back there, it's impressive, it
0: just needs a beat. <laughs> so here's the takeaway if you're looking for a fun hatchback that has a lot of power, great to drive, worth its dollars, the Golf R is for you. If you're looking for a drift car, keep searching. <laughs> yeah, don't shop this. <laughs>